Older people uh, tend to hibernate at this time of year, apparently. This is uh, according to these figures that we're, we're reading. Um, tell us what your thoughts are about this and uh, what we can do to perhaps stop people hibernating. So this research has been carried out by American Express Next to Credit Card. And basically, they've been looking at why people change their social habits, particularly during the winter months. And they are looking at this idea of hibernation. But from my position, actually, that isn't something that's completely untrue. Because when we get to the winter months, obviously, everybody knows you get darker nights, you get less chance to go outdoors. And one of the big primary problems there is the fact that you don't get enough white light on your skin. Now, white light is absolutely essential for the production of vitamin D. We can get vitamin D through food, but actually it's quite difficult in comparison to what we get from the sunlight. If you don't get that, it means you over-secrete melatonin, which is the kind of chemical in your brain that makes you sleepy dopey, makes you want to eat a lot of food and kind of wants you to stay in and stay warm and it's completely counterproductive because the problem is that you really need to be doing the opposite of that. You need to be getting activity, you need to be eating healthy foods and you need to kind of be combating that lack of light by motivating yourself to do things that change it. But it's hard when it's cold and it's wet and it's miserable outside. You don't want to do any of those things. Well, this is the problem, actually. One of the reasons why you get all of the talent shows coming on at this time in the year is because people like to get permission to just sit in and engage in tasks that they can share with (laughs) others but don't involve them leaving the sofa. So there's a marketer's dream in that respect. So one of the things I say to my clients is don't overwhelm yourself. You don't need to actually do very many changes to your life to benefit and stop yourself feeling that subsyndromal SAD experience which is where you get the winter blues all you need to do is swap things so instead of having that bag of crisps have a handful of Brazil nuts instead of having that side of chips or ciabatta bread grab yourself some leafy greens and some green vegetables and pop those on the side instead instead of sitting down at work all day stand up for 15 minutes every hour go for a walk in your dinner hour get some white light on your skin and also ideally get a little bit of time at night with the family because socialization makes you feel happier now they're simple for everybody to do but that's going to stop you putting on weight during the winter months which let me tell you lots of people admit to doing and it's also going to encourage that really important sense of socialization and that increases our happiness index so even though people think that they don't want to do it that's because you're combating this whole experience of not having the right chemicals going through your brain not having the right vitamins in your system you need to work against that by ensuring that you counteract it with things like activity I think it's interesting you talk about getting permission to stay in. You know, these yeah, TV shows almost give you the right to do it. But actually, this can be quite serious, can't it, for yeah. people who, especially older people who may have disabilities, for example, uh, who, who tend not to perhaps go out as much as, as other non-disabled people. Sure. Uh, they, they may be more likely to, to stay at home uh, because, as you say, that it's that time of year and it's almost expected. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely a permission-based society. If other people are doing it, we think it's all right. It's a little bit the same same as one of the things in this research that they've said is look go out make a regular agreement to meet a friend in a cafe that's fantastic but what I'd say is if your friend orders a massive slab of cake immediately human condition is 
oh, well, if they've ordered the cake, I shall order a piece of cake. And of course, that's not necessary. Even in these horrific chains of coffee shops, you can still get nuts at the counter. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to follow suit. But we're really good at doing that. It's that whole case of, well, if they're doing it, it must be okay. You kind of have to work against that and you kind of have to put healthy habits into your world. Because actually, if you do suffer from quite severe SAD, and like I said, the majority of people in this research are just reporting those winter blues, not real clinical SAD. There are things still naturally that you can do. You can get a phototherapy box. You can get support from your GP. You don't need to deal with it in the way that we tend to, which is just to accept that we feel bad. Actually, you can naturally change your your environment and the things that you do, and that will increase your happiness index. And like you said, you know, one of the things that people don't realise, and there's lots of research out at the moment, you have to separate activity from fitness. If I say to people, go to the gym, people feel overwhelmed. But if I say to people, stand up for 10 minutes anybody can do that anybody and everybody even if you are disabled and you've got low mobility problems you can still got arms and you can use your arms and you can exercise with your arms in your seat just by raising your arms up and down that's activity now the research is out and it's very clear it says that if you are really severely overweight and active you're going to live longer and healthier than people who are slim and sedentary that's how powerful activity is. And it doesn't have to be about going to the gym. It can just be about standing up whilst you're watching your favourite movie. You know, that's as simple as it has to be. You know, it's interesting around the, the time of year as we get close to that time they call Christmas <laughs> that, uh, you know, a lot of campaigns come out about older people who live in isolation. Yeah, oh, and and yeah. it's often very common. But I must ask, is it coming up in this survey that this is not actually a problem that is just for older people? This is a problem that affects everyone? Absolutely. In fact, 75% of people reported that they really struggle going out for days, even though they know it makes them feel good. So even though we know it makes us feel good, we don't. I think the difference is, and you're absolutely right, it's actually funny because yesterday I was looking at this adopter, a person without a family for Christmas campaign, which mm, I think yeah. they're brilliant, those kind of things. And I was kind of looking and thinking, the difference is that those people desperately want to get out. They, they're willing to get out at the drop of a hat. They just don't have anybody to get out with. It's almost like they realise what they're lacking and missing the problem with the average adult in the UK is we know that we can go and see our friends and family and we just choose not to because we're being lethargic so it's all it's really interesting that human beings who don't have access are desperate for it and those that do choose not to have it just because it's there so it's kind of saying automatically knowing that all right so what can we do well we know in psychology connecting with people who we love and spending time and sharing time with them makes your happiness index far higher than if you're without them so just because you've got them at the end of the phone doesn't mean that you shouldn't visit them because that's what makes you feel happy and i think that that's the irony the evidence is there dead simple to change your life a tiny little bit you're not going to feel that moody blues you're not going to experience that feeling that you're putting on weight because that's the other thing you know it's Christmas and everybody's like in November oh it doesn't matter I'll just start eating chocolate because at the end of the day I'll go on my diet in January <laughs> it's like oh we don't need to do that we know that doesn't work stop doing it just start swapping healthy habits for things that can limit us can I just ask though is it okay to have a little bit of chocolate Dark chocolate's great. Oh, oh. You can have a no, bit of I dark meant, chocolate every chocolate. day. No, stay away from the milk chocolate. <laughs> no, everything in moderation, everything in moderation. Okay, Emma Kenny, good to speak to you. <laughs> Take care now, bye-bye.